Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. God, the only perfect one, the only one who never makes mistakes, not only offers to give you life, he offers to give you instruction. He offers to put his own spirit inside you and change you from the inside out. The only question is, will you ask him to do that? Will you trust him to keep his promises? Nowadays, there's so many distractions clamoring for your attention. The most pressing issues seem to be the ones that have an effect on the here and now, right? Well, in the message today, Pastor Robert encourages you to stay focused and to seek Jesus above all else. Eternal matters are even more important than the present, which is fading away each day. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 9 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. In that moment, I realized he's gone, but he's with Jesus. In other words, I haven't lost my grandfather. I've just lost contact with my grandfather for a little while because he's not coming back, but I'm, I'm going to go, as, as King David said, I'm going to go be with him. And I can trust that he, that, you know, even now my grandfather knows the things. You understand what I'm saying? We like to think that if people just understood, you know, the knowledge is the answer. If people just knew, if people just understood, you know, if, if Jesus would just demonstrate, if he would just prove his identity, if he would just demonstrate his power, well, then people would believe. But he says that's not true because he knows that unbelief is always an issue of the heart. And it's never an issue, issue of the intellect. Never. It's a heart thing. And now I need, I need to quickly just share with you a quote from Alistair Begg. He said this. He said, men and women do not come to know Jesus from the vantage point of detached curiosity, nor from the distance of unbelieving laughter. Intimate knowledge of Jesus is not given to those who despise him. He openly invites anyone who will, come to me, all you who are weary and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. But those who laugh at him and mock him are left outside. If men and women will not believe the words of Jesus, they will not believe the works of Jesus. He knows that if they ridicule his word, they will not be persuaded by his works. This is is so incredibly important to understand this. I want to conclude with with the, the story that Jesus shared about another guy named Lazarus. He's a beggar. 
And a rich man who apparently never did anything to help him. Listen to this. Luke chapter 16, verse 19. Jesus said there was a certain rich man who was clothed in purple and fine linen and and, and fared sumptuously every day. This guy feasted every day. Had the best of everything. But there was a certain beggar named Lazarus full of sores. He was sick. He was destitute. He had nothing. Who was laid at his gate, desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. And the implication here is that the rich man wasn't paying any attention. He didn't help him. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. So it was that the beggar died and was carried by the angels to Abraham's bosom. The idea there simply being that the angels picked this guy up and and carried him to Abraham and just kind of laid him in Abraham's lap to take care of him. and love on him. The rich man also died and was buried. It's like no mention of angels coming to help him out, right? Being in torments in Hades, he lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham far off and Lazarus in his bosom. Then he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I'm tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember that In your lifetime, you received your good things, and likewise, Lazarus' evil things. But now he is comforted, and you're tormented. And besides all this, between us and you, there's a great gulf fixed, so that those who want to pass from here to you cannot, nor can those from there pass to us. Then he said, I beg you, therefore, Father, that you would send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers that he may testify to them, lest they also come to this place of torment. Abraham said to him, they have Moses and the prophets, let them hear them. And he said, no, Father Abraham, but if one goes to them from the dead, they'll repent. But he said to them, if they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rise from the dead. Listen, see, Jesus tells us in this passage, this is what he's saying. He says, "You, you, you have your Bible. If you don't believe Moses and the prophets, if you don't believe the scriptures, if you don't believe the Bible, well then you're not, even if I sent somebody from the, back from the dead, you still wouldn't believe it. Why? Because it's not about what you know, it's not about what you see, it's about your heart. It's about something deeper. And that's a beautiful thing to contemplate if you realize that what God is saying is that he's looking at what's really going on in here. He's not limited by your intellect or lack thereof. He's not, he's, he, God won't be hindered. The gospel won't be hindered by someone's inability to, to understand it. The gospel won't be hindered by someone's inability to understand the scriptures. What he says is that it's a matter of our hearts. He clearly affirms right here that the Old Testament scriptures are valid, authoritative, Moses and the prophets, the first five books. And he says, if people reject what the Holy Scriptures so clearly declare, then even if they saw something supernatural happen right in front of their very eyes, that wouldn't persuade them either. You know, the Bible tells us, it's something that that a lot of, I think it gets overlooked quite a lot. But in Romans chapter 1, the Apostle Paul says that there's not a human being 
who has ever lived who has any excuse for not believing in God. People who say they don't believe in God, the issue is not logic, it's, it's not science, it's a matter of the heart. What he literally says is that they suppress the truth in their unrighteousness. In other words, they've chosen a path that's a, it's a path of, of rebellion and it's like, I don't want to hear it, I just want to do what I want to do. I'm going to do what I want to do, I don't want to, I don't want to hear about your so-called truth. I don't want to hear about God's plan or any, I don't want to hear any of that. They, they, they reject it out of rebellion. Now listen, I get it because that was me. That was me. I just reject, I don't want to hear that stuff. I heard that stuff my whole life. I don't want to hear that stuff. That was me. I rejected it. Suppressing the truth in my unrighteousness. He says, because everything that is knowable about God, he has revealed within what he created. Not, he's not saying every detail. He's not saying every little fact. He's not saying you're one day going to fully understand God because he has so completely revealed his nature and character. What, it's, what he's telling us is that he has so expressed his nature and character in his creation that anyone who has a heart to know him simply by looking around, we'll recognize this did not just happen. Somebody did this. Somebody designed this. Somebody created this. There's, there's thought behind it. There's a reason that, that they're thinking, I want to understand this. I want to I, I I know who, who did this, who made this, who's responsible for this. I want to know. Anybody who has the heart to know God, he says, he'll make sure they do. It's a heart thing. You know, it occurred to me, because I, I, you know, I'm, I'm not the sharpest tack in the wall. And I used, to, I used to really worry about that until I realized I'm not too dumb for Almighty God to teach me things. And Almighty God has said he will. Almighty God. The only perfect one, the only one who never makes mistakes, not only offers to give you life, he offers to give you instruction. He offers to put his own spirit inside you and change you from the inside out. The only question is, will you ask him to do that? Will you trust him to keep his promises? We're so glad you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today. We'd like to encourage you to continue reading God's Word daily, looking for the powerful truth and the promises that lie within its pages. There's always something to learn from the Bible, and we hope you'll make it part of your daily routine. If you'd like to listen to more of Pastor Robert's teachings from the book of Matthew, you'll find them at MainThingRadio.com. You'll also learn more about this ministry and connect with us on social media. We also encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. Here's David to tell you more. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days at blinding speed. 
But there's always a moment to pause. Those in-between times are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to The Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply go to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, David. We also want to invite you to join us for worship this weekend. Come visit Calvary Miami Beach on Sunday for worship and Bible study. Or join us online as we live stream. You'll be able to find out all you need to know by clicking on Calvary Miami Beach under About at our website. Again, that's MainThingRadio.com. That's all we have time for today. Join Pastor Robert next time, right here on Main Thing Radio. 